this recording's going. Uh, you see the red light on that camera. That's your camera. And we're back. Uh, season two of the Iskandi Sports Podcast. Uh, now we're going to go into a lot of player interviews. I want to talk to some of these guys uh, going through the recruiting process. And today, really excited to have Justin Scorn. Are you going? I, I refer to you as JC. Like, JC is what everybody used to call me. So I kind of came back when I got to Halton for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Justice Gordon here. Uh, Justice, like you said, you're, you're with Halton. Halton, yeah. Um, let's dive a little bit more into that what uh what do people need to know about you what's your what's your spark notes uh me off the court pretty quiet all i really do is play video games uh i'm probably like 2k like osba community or any platinum premium anybody want to play me in 2k i promise you uh current gen or next gen current gen Um, i don't got money like that okay okay that that ps5 expensive I got you. I got you. And yeah, you said you're a quiet kid. What else? Um, uh, when I'm on the court, a lot of people try to say like, I'm all, I've got kind of mean or got an attitude. But when you're playing against me, I, I expect you to, to know that for me. I'm not really a good person to play against. But if you're playing with me, then all my teammates know like I'm gonna fight for my guys. Um, what's the craziest you know. thing you've said on court? Or what's uh, maybe don't tell us what you said because I, I still yeah. want you to get offers and stuff. I won't but, say exactly, uh, but like, but like, what's the what's the you know like the most pissed off you got or what what happened and like I definitely do my research. So if I'm playing a guy I know or one of my friends, like like I say, um, like I know a couple a lot of people in the OSBA. So if I know the guy in the OSBA's girlfriend or something shooting oh. a free throw, oh my, <laughs> I say I say her, I say her name or something like that. Um, just the name, you know, you're not saying anything crazy. No, just the name, just saying like how she doing, just stuff like that. Gotta make sure she's good. You know what I mean, um, <laughs> other than that, I don't know. It's, it kind of just comes naturally. I don't, I can't really think about it. Like any moment, it just comes up. Do you do it like as a tactic? Like is that like your little uh, like competitive advantage? You think you can get in their heads, or like is um, it just kind of like you can't play without it? So when I was younger. People used to do it to me and they actually used to get to me, like used to get in my head. I used to throw off my game, but then I just kept getting used to it. I'm like, well, if it worked against me, I mean, it'll probably work <laughs> against other people. So I just started started talking trash and it's probably one of my favorite things about the game because it makes it fun for me. When do you think uh, the trash talking started? High school? Um, I'd, I'll say grade 10 AAU, mm-hmm. just cause, um, when I was at Rise, I had a I was in the basement with all the seniors. Mm-hmm. So just being around Ramirez Moore, Miguel, Josh, Nolan, probably the three best trash talkers I know. Mm-hmm. And when I played AAU while I was at Rise, I started it then. Yeah. And then as I went to schools after that, I just brought it with me. So I want to take you back to 2018. 2018. Um, I got a video here. I, I know you know it. Oh, CP3. And I want you to react. Uh, was, you must have been what ninth grade? Uh, what, yeah, what? going going into tenth grade. Going into tenth grade. Yeah. Okay, so it's a couple of years ago now. Yeah. So let's uh, let's have JC re- react to JC. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is a great camp. A lot of good guys there. Did you get to actually have any good uh, FaceTime with CP3? Like, did he? So actually, um, so uh, in the game we had a game like he watched our first one I think. And I was playing pretty good. Yeah. And after our game, he actually sat and talked to me after, asked me where I'm from, asked me how it is in Canada, stuff like mm. that. 
then I would ask him how it is in the league and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But no, he just he liked my game and he just said to keep going and he'd be rooting for me. How how competitive in uh... sorry we're, we're watching the mix as uh, we're talking. Yeah. Um, yeah, but how competitive these things get? Like, is it is it more of like camaraderie? Are you guys all excited to be there, or are you guys actually like going so, after each other? So this guy we just dunked it. Uh, yeah. Shy Odom, he plays with uh, Brownie and them at Sierra Canyon. Yeah, and our center Deontay Green, my guy from North Carolina, we were kind of the main scorers on the team, and mm-hmm. we just. We were having our fun, but at the same time, we're like, okay, we need to win because if we win, we're going to get more exposure, get into the all-star game, stuff like that. So there definitely is a competitive edge, but some guys are there. Like, there's definitely a difference. How many guys are there? Ah, I can't remember. It was, like, as you see, my number was 114, but I I honestly can't remember (laughs) how much people were there. It was a lot, though. It was a good amount. Right on, right on. And how do they break you guys up? Is it it broken down by skill level? Is it, like... uh, When I got invited... Um, as soon as you accept your invitation, they just mm. kind of put you on a random team. I think it was on the Hawks or something. So it is invitation. Yeah, so it's invitation. And then me and my teammate at the time, Luke Grace, yeah. uh, we both went. And uh, no, it was pretty fun. A lot of good guys there. Um, if you could go back uh, to 2018, right before the CP3 camp, what would you tell yourself? Honestly and truly, I would have brought different basketball shoes. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. Because I was there I was shooting good. I was wearing, so I had these really sick Why Not customs for Rise mm-hmm. that I did for my commitment to Rise. They were, <laughs> oh, they were so sick. I brought so, them there. So you're a shooter and you wore some Russell Westbrooks and to honestly, uh, the most important can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I had another pair of shoes there, but it just wasn't it. Yeah. I felt like if I went back in time, I definitely would have brought my Kobe's, would have got Good or reliable. Yeah. Um, but no, I wasn't getting off the ground at all in those why nots. No dunks happened. Yeah. Um, was there any, like, uplifting feeling after the camp? Like, did you think uh, basketball is maybe more possible? Or were you humbled in any sort of way? Or, like, what um, reactions did you have after, you know, leaving? So, leaving the camp, it was more so a takeaway because I can understand how Americans play. Because mm. I wasn't really playing the American style. Most of them are more so drive, get into the paint. Right. I'm more so of a shooter. I shoot from deep. Uh, every time I'm open, I'll probably shoot it. But learning from the coaches there and even talking to CP3, is definitely a lot more like contact involved. Mm-hmm. And the way I play is I try to just outsmart people, not really yeah. out try to physical people. Because I'm not the biggest of guys. So mm. I got to try to use my brain instead of my bronze. Um. I first saw you uh, playing with Niagara earlier in this year. It might have been Premier or, or Platinum. Yeah. Now you're in Halton. I've done some research into you, and you've had a few stops along the way. I think yeah. there was Athletes Institute at some point, mm-hmm. um, and I think another school. So, uh, unfortunately, <coughs> well-traveled. For, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, definitely well-traveled. <laughs> um, but you do know how that's perceived. Yeah. Um, by coaches at the next level and scouts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So why so many changes? I know it's kind of an asshole question, but yeah. I mean, these are the questions that they're asking themselves. Yeah, that, the, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great question, honestly. Um, so from grade five, I played on balance. Balance was always my team. My dream was always to go to Orangeville. So Orangeville was always the school I wanted to be at. And so 
even growing up grade six, seven, eight, I would always listen to Coach Tony and his family there. I was very close to them at the time. So in grade nine, we had talks with me and Coach Charles, who's now the coach of Fort Erie. We had talks of me going to Orangeville. I wouldn't really have played that much. So we're like, okay, I'm going to go to a normal high school in Milton. Mm-hmm. So I go to normal high school in Milton. Then that summer comes around. Uh, I asked Coach Tony what, uh, if he thinks I should go there now. He said his team was pretty talented, so he didn't think I was going to play that much. So he suggested that I go to Rise, which made sense because Coach Jeremy K was our um, bounce coach. So it was kind of just that connect. And a lot of bounce guys did go to Rise if they didn't or wasn't like good enough to play on Orangeville. Mm-hmm. So I went to Rise. Um, everything was going good there. We had most of my uh, bounce teammates were there on TRC or Rise. And then when that season came to an end, um, I was, I was, I like I was expecting to go back there. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I was like, okay, I'm probably gonna go back here. But um, when we had the meeting uh, about like prices and stuff like that, they um, were trying to raise the price, which doesn't really make sense when you're getting older, you're getting better. The price to, should to be go going back down. to rise. Yeah, to go back to rise. Okay. So then, uh, told Coach Tony this, and then Coach Tony's like, okay, well talk to coach uh, Jeremy Pope and see if you guys can do anything with AI Red. Mm-hmm. And if you come to AI Red, then I'll I'll train with you and stuff like that. You'll train with our team and you'll come travel with us. Right. So uh, I committed to that. I Coach Jeremy was a great coach. He made me a lot better, especially from him being a point guard that played mm-hmm. high level and him being American, all that kind of stuff. It definitely helped me. So uh, that season went by. And then I just moved up to the Orangeville team. Um, then obviously COVID happened. So so you were playing on Athlete Institute Red and you, you got to play for Orangeville? So I actually didn't. Okay. I was supposed to, but I don't know what happened. I just It just didn't happen like that. Okay. So I was really upset about it. I just kind of, I was like, God, that sucks. I wish I could have. But right. So. I mean, best program in Canada. So it's not. Yeah, like I'm still I'm still around those guys. I still get to yeah. learn from like MA and all mm-hmm. those kind of guys. So um after that season, well COVID happened and Coach Tony told me I was gonna be on Orangeville the next year. Uh they didn't know what they were gonna do because of COVID and if there's gonna be a season and all that right, kind of stuff. Right, right. So we went over there, um, all of us had to get tested and all that just so we could stay there and we stayed there till like I think Christmas because mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to come home. I uh, had a couple little showcases throughout the year, the live showcases, um, which helped us a little bit. That's where I got um, a couple of schools looking at me, uh, Princeton, uh, JMU, like some school schools like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that season came to an end, there there was going to be AAU. So I was expecting there to be a bounce team. Mm-hmm. So at the end of that year, Coach Tony kind of didn't give me a heads up that there wasn't going to be a bounce team, so I had really nowhere to go. And he told right. MJ and Jeff because they went to um, Uplay, so they had known that in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was kind of a last-minute thing. And then, thank goodness, me and um, Elijah, since I've been playing against them for so long, mm-hmm. we've been friends for a pretty long time now. I kind of just asked him, not even to be on the team, I just asked him for a tryout because I was just that desperate. I'm like, can you right. just get me to right. a practice just so I can talk to Coach Rowe and everybody see if I can make the team, and he set that up for me. And then um, travel with them all summer. Great traveling with them. 
um, while I was over there, Coach Tony kind of thought it would be better if I went to a school that was closer to home uh, for unspoken reasons. I, I don't know. Yeah, you look fresh. It doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. but And that leads you to Niagara? So yeah. So then Coach Rowe, he knew Coach Sullivan. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, they have coached together before. So okay. when they were opening up that school, uh, I started talking to Coach Sullivan and Coach uh, Willie. Uh, talking to them and I was pretty much committed from the first talk they had with me because the way Willie was talking to me he said he understands that I'm a good player mm -hmm. but he wants me to be a better player and be a, a pro right in that type of sense so lowering my shot count and high percentage shots being able to be point and two stuff like that mm -hmm. then um I got over there and the first tournament I was I was balling uh I was getting a lot of videos about me and stuff like that. It was going pretty good. Then um, the I don't know what had switched in the coach's mind. Uh, something just I started feeling different when he would coach me and stuff. Yeah. Like uh, before when I would shoot the ball, he'd be like, "No, just shoot it again, shoot it again." Like he that kind of stuff. Right. But then he just started kind of put me in a box, like, "Oh, just says no, go corner, spot up shooter." Mm -hmm. Like that kind of stuff, and I'm as my senior season, I know my game. I don't think I'm only a spot up shooter. Right. I think I can shoot the ball really good, but I don't think that's all I can do. So, uh, the decision was made to come to Halton, which literally happened because uh, my little brother is um, Coach Riley's student. Oh wow! <laughs> so, because I went to Bruce Trail, my brother goes to Bruce Trail at right, uh, right, right. Elementary School. Yeah, Andrew Riley's great. Uh, my brother went to school, saying, "Oh, Justice is home now from school. He's looking for a school." And Coach Riley heard him, yeah. and uh, I got a DM on Instagram at like eleven a.m. <laughs> saying, "Hey, Justice heard uh, he's looking for a school." Right. Okay. So, so between Niagara and Halton, so just to summarize it all, it sounds like um, the dream was Orangeville. Yeah. The first two seasons. It's not really in the cards. You have COVID. You're a grade nine, right? So yeah. um, it's not really shaking up there. And then Niagara, you have a great coach. Going to use it the right way. Um, and then you have a role change. And then you, Halton gives you this opportunity to uh, to to play in that role uh, yeah. in your senior year, get your shots up. But, like, there's going to be criticism of that Niagara to Halton. Yeah. Right? Because, like, the first cup, the first few make sense. I don't know how involved they are in rep. I think, I think it's almost commonplace that everybody changes rep teams, anyways. But uh, for the prep level between Niagara and Holland, had you stayed at Niagara and just, you know, roughed it, do you think it would have gotten better, or do you think it was? No. You think it was too far gone? I think it was too far gone. I think the first real. Uh, kind of situation mm -hmm. that happened was we played Bill Crothers. There's a mixtape. Shout out to Hezzy. Yeah. He had the highlights of it. Played okay. pretty good. I think I had 27 that game. Mm -hmm. Pierre played really good. You think he had 20-something that game too. Yeah. Um, and we were playing pretty good the whole tournament. And the next game we play CTA, who's mm -hmm. Pierre's old team. Right. And going into that game, I know I have to play good because I'm trying to win the game for my brother. Like, right. Love Pierre. That's kind of the main reason why we wanted to team up at Niagara. Right. So, going into that game, we both knew we had to play good just to the just so that he could have his win. Cause same way 
how if Niagara were to play against Orangeville, I would want my guys to try to play as hard as they can to beat them. Mm-hmm. Same way with Pierre and CTA. So we're playing against CTA, and then I got benched. Right. Um, to this day, he gave me a reason, and the reason was he wanted to see if they could win without me. That's yeah. the phone call I got. <laughs> but uh, after that, I was I was definitely frustrated because I'm not even frustrated with him. I was more so frustrated with, like, we just lost a game that we should have won, especially for Pierre because for sure. of uh, substitution. And after that kind of happened, I was already kind of like, eh. And then we play Vanguard. I come out the game. I think I hit my first three shots. So if I hit my first shot, I know I'm going to shoot well the rest of the game. Right. Like, as soon as I see that first one go in, I'm I feel pretty set. So I hit my first three. I'm feeling good. And then I honestly think I must have been subbed out, I think, 15 times. Like just in and out. It's not, even like, type of thing. not even like affecting my minutes type thing. Yeah. Like that's how much I was getting. Because <laughs> you kept going back in. Yeah. And I even had um, the, my all my friends at Bill Crothers, they came to watch the game and they're even looking at it they're like, why does it keep getting subbed out, subbed in? And they were talking to me after the game about it, but I had no explanation. Right. So then. Um, and I understand all these things. Um, and, you know, in a vacuum, that might have been the right decision. But if you're putting yourself now into the perspective of a college university mm-hmm. um there's only five starters at every level yeah so there, there is a good chance that uh whoever brings you in you know especially first year you're probably gonna have to come off the bench mm-hmm. you're probably gonna have to play a role when they're looking at a situation like that how can you reassure them that it's not gonna be a situation where you leave again see like my my I, thing and is also I, i'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything yeah. like that um it's just like just putting yourself in the mindset of those people that make those decisions mm-hmm. and um you know if, if you don't want this part out that's fine but like mm-hmm. you have to know it's coming right like you have to know mm-hmm. that there's uh that that is probably what they're gonna say yeah um honestly we've had talks especially with the universities i've been talking mm-hmm. to now i understand like especially being a freshman yeah. coming out of high school i'm not going to start unless yeah. like i'm playing exceptionally well after earning that time right but when it comes to a high school team that um, I went into playing exceptionally well and then I started playing less and less in different roles and that was affecting my play style right and then you're gonna say that like no I feel other like people are you know what I mean like okay so then I would just say at this point then you would want to pick a program where you know at the end of the day they're gonna do right by you so then when you're in a situation like that again where they're saying, hey, you got to produce more, you got to do this, you got to do that, mm-hmm. you trust them more. Yeah. Right? So that's just, I think, an area that you got to probably stress. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's talk about recruiting. How is recruitment going? What goals did you have coming into this year? You're a senior now. so uh, Coming into this year, especially coming off of COVID, I honestly, it is kind of pulling off a miracle trying to get an offer in this short amount of time. Right. So I've been trying to get my, my offers and stuff. Uh, I've been talking to a couple of schools, uh, some schools in Canada that have been looking pretty, pretty good for me to go to. The situation seems uh, like a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not really stressing about oh, the whole D1 type of thing. I just want to go to a school where I can hoop, I can have 
a scholarship, try to get like my parents and making sure they don't gotta pay a university and try to just get my degree. Mm-hmm. So that's my main thing for me is getting my degree. Are you open a D2? Uh, D2 does full ride. Yeah, D2 does do, do full ride. I've been talking to Simon Fraser. Um, we've been in talks too. That that school also seems like a pretty right. good fit. But um, yeah, for me it's really just the name of the school doesn't really matter if it's a good fit for me and you just want to hoop. Yeah, guys, I don't really. If there's a basketball and a hoop, I'm I'm good. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, no, and dude, some of these uh, other facilities across the board, like there's some high quality, you know, youth sports amenities. There's mm-hmm. D2s that are, you know, yeah, there's D2s that graduated to D1s too. So it's not yeah. like, um, it's not too, too bad, but what, what has been, you know, the biggest lesson you've learned so far throughout the prep seasons? Uh, you, yours is disrupted because of COVID. Yeah, it's, it's definitely hard because of COVID um, kind of shut everything down, especially my last my uh, grade 11 AU season that was probably the biggest hit for me mm-hmm. but biggest takeaway is just like when you're hooping you just got to cherish the time to always try to always go out there play your best because you don't know when it's going to be your last and I guess it is kind of cheesy to say but yeah everybody did kind of feel that when COVID hit and um, I feel like a lot of people would be like damn if I could have just went back and played a little bit harder played a little bit besides COVID has basketball ever been taken away from you um no, I've always been. I've been playing basketball since I was three years old. I used to be. Play, I used to play uh, football and basketball. Mm-hmm. I had to give up football when I went to Rise, but my basketball has always been a part of my life. Even when I was a baby, going to my dad's men's runs or yeah. whatever I'd be watching, like ah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's always always been. It's always been uh, in my blood. So you're you're probably uh, going from COVID taking away your season to to going to a situation where you feel like you're getting another season taken away from you right up until leading to Halton. Yeah, like, it, uh, I wouldn't say that because I do, like, my teammates over there, like, yeah. my Niagara teammates, I've never loved all my teammates any more than that in my life. Like, yeah. I really created a brotherhood with them, even though I was very hard on them, they were hard on me. Um, yeah, just being accountable. I definitely, definitely love all those guys over there, and I did have some good games, and I definitely learned some things, but I just think uh, this just for time's sake, it's my senior season, I need to be in a position where I think I'm playing my best and I'm showing what I can do. Mm. It just wasn't the place for me, especially after the role changes and stuff like that. So then moving to Halton was just the best decision for me. Coach Riley and Coach Jeddell when he was around and Coach Ty, they all talked to me about how I play. They gave me criticism, they told me they need me to do this, 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 and then they let me go out and do it. And if I didn't do it, they'd get on me, but it was more so just as you know what you need to do, mm-hmm. go out there and do it. If you don't do it, we're gonna tell you to do it, <laughs> type thing. Right. And that's what I kinda liked, and Coach Riley's been a great coach for me so far. No, and uh, yeah, no, Coach Riley is a, he's a great recruiter too. Like he, he's really on the phone with every, well, yeah, that's with his, every that's school. His main thing. <laughs> that's what he wants to do, and uh, and now he's kind of got the the coaching responsibilities as well. But yeah, yeah, he's always going to do right by you in terms of uh, getting you what you want to get out of uh, basketball. Um, no, but yeah, th- I mean that was the main thing for me was uh, was the you know the school shuffle. But like when yeah. you s- when you put it. You know, when you, when you when you really think about what happened, it's just yeah. you had COVID take a year and a half of 
you know, basketball, basically. Yeah. And now you see yourself as a senior and you know what you're capable of doing. And mm-hmm. you owe it to yourself to get as far as you can in basketball. And you felt that yeah. this next stop, last stop. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no, Watson, stop. I love you guys. I'm not, <laughs> not going nowhere. Uh, is, is the right place to uh, to accomplish your goals. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just wanted to to see if you're going to be ready to answer the questions yeah, yeah. that come uh, with that sort of approach. Yeah. Um, let's say, looking back now, uh, people that are going to be in your situation, let's say grade nines, eights, looking to go prep, looking mm-hmm. uh, to go this route, what advice would you have for freshmen or underclassmen trying to get... The best advice spot? I can give to any freshman grade eight thinking about going prep school is don't. <laughs> Honestly, it's I love Rise, but I think if I would have stayed in normal high school for grade 9 and 10 mm-hmm. just to build up some film. So it's not don't go to prep, it's just don't go to prep right away. Yeah, you don't go to prep right away. Grade 9 and 10, live your like go to normal high school, mm-hmm. have normal high school experience, have your little friends from back home, uh go to the best high school in your city, try to still play high level basketball, mm-hmm. but just prepare yourself in that way and don't really just jump into prep oh no everybody's going prep i have to go don't don't do that that's the biggest mistake i made i feel like i should have definitely waited another year yeah you have to understand what your game's going to be like before you can yeah contribute to a level like prep because i mean even in prep kids are growing all the time and they're getting better all the time but if you're in grade nine and you're five ten you might be six six by grade 11. exactly so your, your role is going to change your skills are going to change there's really no you know, point. Yeah. And especially, like, another thing well, is... Well, I mean, there is junior programs. There, there is a there is. Yeah, now, I was going to say that, too. Yeah. Like, now it is kind of different because there is junior teams. Mm-hmm. But um, what I was going to say is, even when you're a grade 9 and you're 6, 4... Uh, or, just one second, just, I got to make sure this camera... Right, it's about to turn off in five seconds, so... Oi. And we're back. Sorry, we had a little uh, technical difficulties, um, but crisis averted. Uh, but yeah, we were talking about uh, grade nine, tens now have the option to go junior prep, uh, with if it gives you a good opportunity to actually contribute. Yeah, if you're definitely going to a junior team and you're going to contribute, going to those higher circuits will definitely, definitely will help. Damn, I messed up. <laughs> you know, def- going to those junior pro- uh, programs definitely will help you in exposure-wise. Just not even exposure going to university, but exposure right. going to other prep teams mm-hmm. and going into states and stuff like that just to getting your name out there, yeah. which is probably the biggest thing. But nah, if you don't think you're ready and you're even iffy, I had to say grade 9, 10, work out, get an LA Fitness membership, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> do your thing and just go that route. Cool. What's your life outside of basketball like? What do you do? You, you play video games and stuff? Yeah, I play video games. I know you have a... Uh, Close to 5,000 followers on Instagram, so you're, you're a popular kid in high school. Yeah, um, I, I model as well. I model okay. for Vanguard Toronto. Uh, they do a bunch of like Nike oh, stuff. Oh, that's why it says Vanguard in your profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so was about to say, I'm like, dude, you've been in Holland for two, three no, months. No, no, Van- <laughs> Vanguard is, a, is like a, this little modeling group Yeah. Uh, focused around art, balling, culture, the ABCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of just do Nike shoots every now and then. Um, I've done the the OVO fours like, like, when they came out. Oh, so I you done like actual? Yeah, so I got the OVO fours, which is the best one I ever did. Shout out Shane. <laughs> the best thing I ever did is uh, me, Kenyon, and Cole Scott. We got the OVO fours like two days before they came out, yeah. which is the same day I got that mixtape 
when I dunked on the kid. And um, the mixtape uh, dunking on the kid. Yeah, it was like my I think it was my biggest mixtape. Is was, it on um, your It's on your IG. Yeah. I'm pulling it up. Keep talking. So um, after literally right after that game, we went got changed, went into the stands, and did the photo shoot in the stands. So. So you just caught a body. Now you're doing some stuff for Drake. You know, yeah. Super casual was, vibe. It was crazy. Where am I? Which one am I looking at? So um. So this is the photo shoot and this is the mixtape. Yeah, it was it was funny because that's where Pierre actually was view. too. Yeah, a lot of people posted this. Overtime posted the dunk. Come oh, on. it's 137 weeks ago, so I wasn't even in the scene yet. Yeah. Uh. No, that wasn't one. That wasn't. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, but it was just a good little one game mix for my guy MDP. Oh, you got K Showtime that commented on. Yeah. Too. Oh, I think I can wait till the end for this. Good times. <sighs> yeah, there you go. Who made this mix? <laughs> you gotta wait till the end. Oh, man. But not CYBL. CYBL, best, best times. But not, uh, you had the buzz cut going. You ever bring that back? I don't think I can. <laughs> I had the buzz cut. The Everybody loves the buzz now. cut. But I'm, I get too much Ben Simmons comments. I can't do it. Ooh, but you just oh, shoot. Then is. you just... Uh, don't do that, yo. Okay, he jumped when, so late. That was my. He jumped so late, but I know this guy's dope with the edits and stuff like that. But when you have a <laughs> moment that you're gonna talk about years after the fact, yeah. Let me see it first before you start yeah. putting me into geometry class with all these squares and shit. <sighs> and that's the only time he shows it. Yeah. Um, I was gonna start distracted by the squares. I have to watch this whole thing over. Again. You know, what, I'm gonna watch it later. But yeah, you, but you caught about it. And then you just go up in the stands and then... And then we go up in the stands and do this photo shoot. <laughs> we got those OVO, the Raptor Forest, which was Ooh. very sick. They, they had the signature on it, so they were different from the other ones. Because the other ones didn't have any signature. They weren't OVO. That's crazy. Those were OVO. Yeah, very, very happy about that. But no, nah, so I've been modeling for them. And then, um, yeah. And when I, was, when I was younger, and we kept on going to... Um, AU trips and stuff because yeah. I was I was dunking at a very young age. Yeah. So I was I think my first dunk was in grade. It was it was in the summer going to grade eight. It was my first okay. dunk ever. It's like thirteen. Is that twelve? Yeah. Uh, Something like that. Tw twelve or thirteen. Yeah. So my first dunk was then, and every time we used to go to AU trips, I'd always be dunking, and all the little yeah. kids <laughs> get all hype about it. And um, that's I think that's where I got most of my followers from. Just like grade eight, grade nine AU. Uh, that definitely blew me up. Yeah, because you're the guy that dunked already. And this yeah. isn't even my original account. My original yeah. account had 15k, I believe. Then I got I got hacked, unfortunately. Uh, hacked at 15k. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so sad. No, um, no, but that's 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 crazy. So is that something you want to do uh, after basketball? Then, like, what do you want to go to school for? Are, are you trying to steer into fashion, creativity? Surprisingly, I want to uh, be a. I want to go into psychology. Oh. So, um, I don't know where I found this. Uh, talent but yeah. really good at psychology and uh, sociology anthropology all that kind of stuff do you um, enjoy trying to think about how other people think yeah and especially when um oh i don't know if we talk about this no yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> so um especially when me like i have my own mental health stuff going on okay so i kind of had to go through that process mm -hmm. and i didn't like it they always tell me oh talk to a therapist but like when you're on the phone with a therapist and their job is to talk to you, yeah, it's kind of hard to open up and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of started doing my own research about it, trying to just 
teach myself what's going on and everything. Mm. And um, that's where I kind of found my talent for it. Yeah, keep going. I'm and then I took a, took a psychology class and I loved it. Like it was like my favorite class ever. And it was all online too, which is surprising. But now after I took that class, I just kind of was like, nah, I really want to do the psychology stuff. And that's what I wanted to do since. I'm back. Okay, we lost. Uh, we lost the camera, but no, we're good. it's gonna happen. But no, dude, that's um, that's the best way, in my opinion, to go about it. Cause I, I think the pandemic specifically got a lot of lot of yeah, people thinking about their mental health, and uh, myself included. And yeah, no, once you can understand why you feel the things you feel, it doesn't make everything go away. Yeah, but it makes it easier. Yeah, it makes it easier. Like. Let's say I'm having an off day. Mm -hmm. I know there's certain things I can do. I go for a walk, get out in the sun, yeah. drink some water, take a nice cold shower, something like yeah. that. Like just to get your body into that rhythm. Yeah. But um, I'm very proud of myself for doing that. I think it was probably one of the best things I did. And now that I've got so good at it, I want to continue it and see where I can go with it. No, I, I think that that's super interesting because I see that you know you're a hooper. You got you know the fashion stuff on the side, and then yeah out of nowhere it's no i want to do psych that's yeah, kind of cool yeah it's, it's funny you got levels to you justice uh i want to thank you for taking the time um you know i will obviously keep tabs on your recruitment process um i'm looking forward to see uh where your where your path takes you and um the best of luck and let's do this Appreciate again it. yep shout out my right. guy that's candy <laughs> hey guys uh be sure to subscribe if you're enjoying the content we're trying to hit 1k by may Yes. That kind of rhymes, right? That kind of 1K rhymes. by May. It was, it was a good. It was, I seen it. It was good. You, you like that 1K by May. Hit the subscribe button. Um, and we got more guests. And we got uh, we got more guests. Yeah. Really excited for it. All right. See you guys. Peace.